Welcome back, Spartan Pride Podcast, Fans First Sports Network. Jonathan Shop here with you. Probably a good time as we're going to talk about the Mel Tucker firing and what's next for Spartan football. It's probably a good time to give you a little bit of a background about me and my time around Michigan State, Michigan State football. I guess you could say I'm a modern historian, pretty much everything from 98 to present. That's that's my sweet spot. And when I say pretty much everything, I mean pretty much every single thing. Um, it could go maybe a year or two before, but why? Why even mess with it? Let's just say 98 to present. So I'm not super young by any means, um, nor am I gonna be comparing this to anything that happened decades ago. I mean, like many decades ago, not a couple, because I was around. We're gonna talk about a couple things here. We're gonna cut to the chase real quick. And I'll give you my thoughts on what happens now and what happens next. And some of that's gonna be legal, although I'll try to leave that light so you can follow it. And some of it is going to be very speculative about what the future might be. And I'm just gonna give you the first few names that come to mind. This is going way down the road, folks. We got a ton of season left. And we're gonna talk about that season in full just like we would anyway. We're gonna talk about it as soon as Wednesday when we go around the world of college football and Friday when we preview a humongous game for Michigan State when Washington comes into town. You know that's coming up. That seems like it's a mile away, a long time away, and it is. Today we're just gonna be talking in this special edition of the Spartan Pride Podcast about Mel Tucker's firing and what's next for Spartan football in the immediate and what's next for Spartan football in the longer term. Right here on the Spartan Pride podcast on this here, Fans First Sports Network. As we look at what's happened here, there's really no great reason to get into too much detail about the specifics of what happened other than to recognize the key provision to me of Mel Tucker's contract. This is really where it comes down to what happens when he is fired with cause. I expect that will be the case and it should be the case given the terms of employment that he has with Michigan State. Section three, term of employment, termination. Subsection B, early termination, damages. Section one, the university may terminate this agreement prior to the expiration of its term at any time for cause without liability to the coach or any other penalty. Cause for such termination includes, without limitation, the following. A. The coach materially breaches this agreement. B. The coach commits a crime other than a minor traffic offense, whether prosecuted or not. C. The coach engages in any conduct which constitutes moral turpitude or which in the university's sole judgment would tend to bring public disrespect, contempt, or ridicule upon the university, e.g. material insubordination or impropriety involving a student. Notwithstanding anything to the contrary herein, the university shall not terminate the coach for cause unless the university has provided the coach with written notice specifying the grounds for termination 
and afforded the coach the opportunity to present reasons to the athletic director and the university's president as to why he should not be terminated on the grounds therein stated. Section 3, B1, if you haven't looked it up already. This is an extraordinarily wide net, wide range of discretion the university has. All they have to do per the contract with Mel Tucker to fire him with cause and pay him no more money at all is determine in their sole discretion, their sole judgment, that he's done something that would tend to bring public disrespect, contempt, or ridicule upon the university. That's it. That's it. In their opinion, that's it. So what's happened here? There's enough established, there's enough complained of, there's enough acknowledged, more than enough for the school to go ahead and do that. To be honest with you, the school has a whole lot wider range on this than you can really even imagine. It doesn't matter if their judgment is wrong or their discretion is wrong. That's not what this contract says, folks. This contract says in their discretion, if they think there's something that's gone on that would tend to bring public disrespect, contempt, or ridicule, they can fire him with, with, with cause. That is what's happened or is what's happening here. There is no coming back from this, and there, frankly, should not be any coming back from this. They've got it in the contract. There's not going to be a review board or this or that. That, that. That's not even necessary as far as I read it. This reminds me of a situation where a PGA Tour, pro golf for those of you unfamiliar, uh, they have broadcast partners, and if you are on one of their networks, broadcasting TV or the radio channel they have, etc., and you say something they don't like, that they can pull you off the air and you have no recourse. And I say that reminds me of it because that's actually what happened. Um, that was for a comment on a radio broadcast that was arguably remarkably misinterpreted and taken way out of context and taken way down the road. Um, that's nothing like what's going on here. What's going on here, to me, legally, way passes the bar of what the contract says. So Mel Tucker's going to be fired with cause. I don't think he's going to be paid a cent more than Michigan State feels they have to because their contract suggests they don't. Typically, what you'd see in this situation is the person in Michigan State's position fire the employee, and then if the employee wants to make a litigation out of it the other way, good luck. Um, I wouldn't take that case given the language that's existing on Michigan State's side. So Mel Tucker's going to be fired for cause, folks, and Michigan State's in really good standing and standing on really firm ground not to pay him any kind of penalty whatsoever. Spartan Pride Podcast, Fans First Sports Network, I'm Jonathan Shop. Next, we're going to talk about what is immediately next for Michigan State as they've got 10 games and maybe a bowl game to play from here. This season is nowhere near over, but it is just really starting again, if you're with me. Again, regardless of the semantics of suspension, look, this is 
this is what I think is going to happen. Mel Tucker's going to be fired with cause, and Michigan State's not going to owe him a cent. Um, should they decide to settle with him somehow otherwise, I would think that would look pretty weak. They got a real strong contract position. So for now, I would go ahead and proceed expecting there will be no no result other than Michigan State firing Mel Tucker for cause. Now, what do they do next? Well, as we heard at the press conference shortly after five on Sunday, Athletic Director Alan Haller made clear Michigan State's in a position now. They got a season to play. Harlan Barnett's going to take over, which is great. He gets a shot at the head coaching position. Has not had one yet. Probably time in his career to find out. It was surprising that Harlan did not get an opportunity or uh, further in the process with Cincinnati, but you know, it's a great place to start as we've seen so many guys successfully start their head coaching career there from D'Antonio, um, uh, moving their careers forward like Jones, like, um, of course, of course, like Brian Kelly. Uh, that's not going to happen. He's going to be stepping in as the interim head coach at Michigan State. We're going to have a lot more to talk about after we hear from him, from the players later in the week when we preview the Washington game. Coach D's going to be in the building, which is interesting. I know initially some folks thought he would be coming back, uh, kind of like Barry Alvarez did as an interim head coach. And that makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons, but it doesn't make a lot of sense for maybe more reasons. And in this case, what a great opportunity to give the keys to Harlem Barnett. Now, does this mean a lot of changes for the ball club going forward? I, I don't think so immediately. I don't think all of a sudden Noah Kim's not going to be the starting quarterback. But I do think there'll be some moving and shaking and depth charts, and I do think you may see some guys uh, be shaken up a little bit as far as their ability to play and how much they're going to play because Barnett's likely going to go with his own evaluations. Um, they're probably not going to be too different. I don't know that he's going to come in and overrule a tight ends coach about who should be playing next, but you would think he'd be putting his money in there and putting his sense in there. And how great for Harlan to have his really his first major mentor as a head coach, his first time really as a position coach, uh, Coach D there alongside to help steer the, steer, the, steer the ship. This is important given what's going on, the timeline of what's going on, and what they have to do next. They got a huge bunch of games coming up here. And as we talked about when we previewed this season, Michigan State has a chance to run the table in September. That, that's still very much on the board. I'm going to have a lot to say when we get to Friday, but I would not be surprised if you see Michigan State's most cohesive and best effort in years on Saturday, but that's for a later show. For right now, stable waters is what this team needs. These players are going to be regrouping. They're going to be guided by people that have been through some difficult things before, and we'll see who does what. I do need you to keep in mind that none of the position coaches at Michigan State have a contract pass this year. So these guys are now in a position not only where they're coaching for their, um, they're really not coaching for their job. By default, they're not coaching for their job at Michigan State. They're coaching for their next job. I, I think it's very unlikely that many of them at all would be back um, next year, regardless of who the coach is going to be. Now, who could be that next coach? Boy, we got a long time to talk about that and speculate about that. I'm going to do that for just a minute on this special edition 
of the Spartan Pride podcast. Mel Tucker is out as head coach at Michigan State. Do not expect him to return. Do not expect him to be fired for anything but cause when all is said and done. This is the Spartan Pride podcast on the Fans First Sports Network. Oh, what a whirlwind here. What a whirlwind on the Spartan Pride podcast. Who knows what's next? Well, I'm not sure what's next, but I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. And this is just based on my career experience as a Spartan athletics historian. Uh, some of my work as an attorney and just a general feel for what I think is going to go on here. There are three names. First of all, uh, I don't think Harlan Barnett is likely to become Michigan State's permanent head coach, but it is possible. It's very possible. Uh, we've seen Davo Swinney launch his career in such a such a fashion. I would not put it past Michigan State to have a lot of success with Coach Barnett, and I would not put it past them to name him the head coach permanently if that's going to work itself out. I just doubt initially that it would for a number of reasons. There are three guys off the top of my head that pop to mind, and I don't know how interested or how available they might be. One is a current head coach who knows Michigan State very well and has coached at Michigan State before, uh, and also may have had a look at the Michigan State job uh, a couple times in the past. That, of course, is Pittsburgh's Pat Narduzzi. I do not know, and I do not want. I really hope people don't bother him anytime tomorrow or next week or later this year. Way, way too soon to consider uh, whether Pat Narduzzi would be coming to Michigan State or even be asked to. That would be ridiculous. But he's the first guy in no specific order that I would, you would think would come to mind. Another Pat comes to mind, and that's Pat Shermer. If you know anything about Pat Shermer's resume, he is absolutely ripe for a job like this at a time like this. Pat Shermer, ironically, is an offensive analyst for the University of Colorado this year. If you recall, the last time Michigan State went into a head coaching um, search, uh, Shermer was definitely a candidate. He ended up taking a job as the offensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos. The head coach he was working with got fired after a year, and he uh, did not return to the NFL yet. You know, an analyst is a weird thing. It's not really a coach. You don't know what kind of money he's getting. But he's at Colorado, which just makes sense since he was living in Denver. Um, it's very simple for Pat Shermer. I, I would take it as a now or never situation for him. So I would expect Michigan State to find out if he has any interest. And if they, if he does, this would be the time to take the job without any question. Pat Shermer would be a fantastic fit at Michigan State, just like Pat Narduzzi would as well. The last name is a bit of a wild card, a bit of a lightning rod, but it's a guy that's had some time coaching now. He's worked at Cincinnati. He's worked at Alabama, he's worked at Notre Dame. He's also a bloodline for Michigan State football like no other. Yeah, Max Bulla. You want to go wild card? How about Max Bulla? Well, he doesn't have any head coaching experience. Do you think Max Bulla needs head coaching experience? How many guys have been under Nick Saban learning from Nick Saban, and gone on to be successful head coaches. How many of those guys? This is college football 2023. You tell me you think Max Bull is not ready? I'm telling you, I'm going to find out and ask him and find out if he is ready and if it's something he would want to do. This is Michigan State today.
It's changed. It's not what it was five days ago. Mel Tucker's not going to be here for nine years. I, I'm just telling you, folks, it would be shock if he was here. I do not see it possibly coming. I believe he's going to be fired with cause, and they're going to owe him no penalty at all. I do believe Michigan State will this time uh, be able to take their time and do a big search. And the three names that come to mind off the top of my head are Pat Narduzzi, Pat Shermer, and Max Bulla. The one that makes the most sense to me today, which is not something they're necessarily going to stick with, is Pat Shermer. This is an NFL head coach. This is a guy that's had success at all levels. This is a guy that played at Michigan State and coached at Michigan State. If it's a job he's interested in, I would surely expect that they'll find a way to make that happen. Special edition of the Spartan Pride podcast here on the Fans First Sports Network. Only special because of the chaos that's gone on seeing Mel Tucker out as head coach at Michigan State. Harlan Barnett in on an interim basis. Mark D'Antonio around, which is going to be fun. How about that? That's going to be some fun, isn't it? And 10 games to play, folks. We're not going to take all year and belabor and beat this thing and rehash what's going on here. There's still a football season to play. There's 105 kids working their tail off, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to go around the world of college football on Wednesday. We're going to preview the fantastic matchup coming with Washington on Friday. This is the Spartan Pride Podcast. I am Jonathan Schopp here on the Fans First Sports Network.